Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa salatu wa salamu ala sayyidil mursaleen wa ala ahlihi wa sahbihi ajma'in amma ba'd. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem bismillahir rahmanir rahim. وَلَا تَكُونُوا كَالَّذِينَ نَسُوا اللَّهَ فَأَنْسَاهُمْ أَنْفُسَهُمْ أُولَئِكَ هُمُ الْفَاسِقُونَ لَا يَسْتَوِي أَصْحَابُ النَّارِ وَأَصْحَابُ الْجَنَّةِ أَصْحَابُ الْجَنَّةِ هُمُ الْفَائِزُونَ صدق الله العظيم Dear brothers and sisters, dear listeners, dear friends, Ramadan Mubarak to you all. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from us. Uh, today I want to discuss uh, this particular verse of Surah Al-Hashr. It's verse 19 and that's chapter 59, uh, verse 19, Surah Al-Hashr. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, And uh, do not be like those who forget Allah. Do not be like those who forget Allah. And then Allah caused them to forget themselves. So don't be like those who forgot Allah, so then Allah caused them to forget themselves. And the people of hellfire and the people of paradise cannot be equal. It's the people of paradise who are going to be the victorious ones, who are going to be the champions. So what we want to discuss in here is that the nature of man is to be self-centered and to be selfish. That's the nature of man, is to be self-centered and selfish. Uh, men, uh, human beings, we're generally occupied with ourselves more than anybody else. We first think about ourselves. Uh, that's why anything that benefits us, we love it. And anything that we think is harmful to us or something, we don't like it. So we're very self-centered in that regard. That's why if there's somebody who loves us, then we are drawn to them. And we want, we were, we're not drawn to people who hate us. This is just kind of human nature. This self-interest in human beings, it's what drives us to pursue a number of things. We do many things. You know, we earn a living. We sustain ourselves. We seek pleasure. We seek survival. We seek enhancement. We seek beauty. We seek benefits. And we do many of these things. Um, sometimes, though, our very selfish personal benefit takes over everything when it gets too much. It takes over everything. And a person will then neglect even their duties, even their responsibilities. There's, I mean, we get, these questions, we get these issues all the time when dealing with marital conflicts and people's relationships. That there are people who are willing to disregard uh, their, their, their spouse, their children, other family members, relatives at the expense of ensuring their own welfare. A lot of people do that. Now, just a little point on that about relatives. Uh, today we're living in a time when people, a lot of people actually relate much more to their personal friends who are not related to them, I mean who are not kin, who are not blood relatives of them, rather than be related to their actual relatives who they are bound to, uh, who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala placed them among and who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has brought them from. And this is something I want to mention that there's huge benefits that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has uh, placed in that regard. 
uh, and there's a lot of virtues that have been mentioned and it mentions that whoever is good in their kinship whoever ties their kinship you know whoever wants to have their effect be longer lasting and that has been interpreted as uh, the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam meaning that whoever wants a longer life or whoever wants to leave a legacy whoever wants an effect of theirs to endure then they should be good with their kin now there's nothing wrong with being good with friends and having friends i mean there's nothing wrong with that absolutely and this is how we collaborate we're humans we are very social in that regard and that's fine but we cannot neglect our family so a lot of the time due to personal interests people negate a lot of these kind of people that are supposed to be a responsibility for them there are of course some people totally on the opposite side who would actually even disregard their personal interests for the interests of others there are the few who do that they're very selfless people they they are totally focused on others and in that they would even sacrifice many things related to themselves and they would sacrifice a lot of their own interests now if we go back to the verse where allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that don't be like those who forget allah who forgot allah and then allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, caused them to forget their own selves and that's what we want to understand what does he mean by forgetting your own self and i think the main understanding here is that a person forgetting their own self is forgetting to actually do for themselves what is actually really beneficial in the ultimate uh, in the ultimate realm and in the ultimate uh, uh, level of things especially in terms of the hereafter what is to my benefit they forget about that what is really going to be their benefit in the long run there are so many people after their 40 50 60 years and then they look back and they say i've neglected my family I neglected my religion. I neglected uh, preparing for the hereafter. I was just indulgent. I was just indulgent in myself. It was just about myself. There's many, many people who do that. They've neglected, or they've just not even been married. Or if they got married, they didn't have children, and now they're alone and they're feeling bad and they feel that it's too late, and there's not enough time. There's people who wake up just about when they are bec- when they become terminally ill. So what happens is that. one of the things that a lot of people are forgetting about today you know in our materialistic world consumer world capitalist world secular world rather secular world is allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and god who's our creator and this is exactly what allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that don't be of those who forgotten god who forgotten allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then he'll make you forget yourself so there's a many people who have banished god from their life i mean whole communities whole Uh, people of countries have done this even though they may consider themselves to be christian they may consider themselves to be jewish they may consider themselves to be muslim but the materialistic side of themselves have taken over to such a degree that they don't think about allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they don't think about god that they actually profess to even believe in and then of course there's a rise in atheism there's a rise in people who deny god who don't believe in a supreme being who believe it's only about you know humans and it's only us and there's nobody else and we should only do that which is for ourselves so material things material objects material pursuits it's what becomes the objective of their life and they become an end in themselves now you see material objects are absolutely necessary in this world for us to function and for us to lead a life and for us to Uh, to 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 lead a life in this world they're absolutely necessary but the material objects that we have the clothing that we wear the cars that we have and the other monies that we amass and all of this they're not a means in themselves that's not the objective and today we're living in a time when everything becomes an objective so for example when 
buying a stock in a company, buying share in a company was supposed to be an interest in that company. You find out what this company is doing. You find out uh, what kind of their, uh, the, what their balance sheet looks like, what their future looks like. And then you buy in there in the hope that, you know, you become a partner in that business, however small. However, what's coming today is this whole aspect of uh, day trading where you hardly even look at what the company does. It's just a name. Many stock traders, this is what they do. It's just the name for them. And all they're buying is that they've seen that it's they've just seen that it's it's riding high right now. It's going high. And that's why they buy in there and they want to sell immediately. So the actual share, which is not supposed to be a commodity, which is actually supposed to be a partnership, has actually become a commodity of exchange. So it's just a piece of paper. It's just something that somebody's going to tell you the stock exchange is going to tell you that you own this now. Right. That's what people are trading in today. People are buying and selling NFTs, basically. Now, I'm not saying here that it's maybe halal or haram. That's not the discussion here. The discussion is that you've got so much self-centered, egotistic ideas here and emotions here that you're actually just willing to buy something to have bragging rights, right? Or in the interest that that might become property, that might become something that becomes uh, something of value, even though it has no, it has no substance. It's just the fact that that's the first tweet or that's a particular design. Everybody knows about that design. Everybody can access it. They can download it. They can use it. But because you're the owner of it, right? So you can see where this is going, that it's the reality is getting blurred. There's a blurring of reality as to what reality is. And this virtual world is actually overcoming us and overwhelming us in, in, various, different, in various different ways. When we get lost in this maze uh, of materialism, right, which is essentially what shaitan wants from us, and that's what it is when uh, a person forgets Allah, because when a person is centered on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, their focus is centered on Allah, they're generally balanced. They're not going to have, the, they, even if they do get distracted once in a while, they'll, they'll actually come back. So what happens is that ultimately, while we may amass many material things in our pursuits and everything, Eventually, what's going to happen is that it's going to result in a crisis because goodness and virtue and solace and comfort has not been written in these things. They're not inherent in these things. They're just for quick fixes. They're just for quick excitement. Uh, the, the point of material things is to give us a buzz straight away, is to fulfill a particular need. Uh, it, it, it does not answer all the questions of our life, the, the longing of the soul for happiness and rest and comfort. And it doesn't, it doesn't give that. That's why God becomes replaced with all of these things, even for believers, even those who consider themselves to be believers. And then eventually that leads to a self-destruction. And that's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, that we're going to cause them to... Ansahum anfusahum. We're going to cause them to forget themselves. So what really benefits them, they will, not, they will stop focusing about it. They'll be focusing on just instant gratitude, just quick things that they can get a quick buzz by. Now, uh, so what you have now is it's just not a few people who are, who are, you know, it's just not a few people in the community who are self-centered, um, but rather, you know, whole communities sometimes, whole civilizations are like that, that everything runs on, on these things. And 
what's going to happen is that based on that, there's just newer forms of entertainment, newer forms of luxury and comfort that are uh, produced for us each day. And even though what we have is completely satisfactory, you know, we'd want the next thing because it just looks slightly different. It looks a bit more modern. It looks a bit more sleek or it just looks different, to be honest. It just looks different. That's why, because humans do get tired of things. They do get tired of things, especially if they're people who always like to be, uh, who like new things. That's when it gets very, very complicated. So people don't pay much attention to the ultimate end. They forget about that. And that's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala making them forget because they forgot about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There's another verse in the Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَنْ يَعْشُ عَنْ ذِكْرِ الرَّحْمَانِ نُقَيِّدْ لَهُ شَيْطَانًا فَهُوَ لَهُ قَرِينٌ Which compliments this verse that whoever remains away, whoever shuns and stays away from the remembrance of Allah, then we will designate a shaitan for them, a devil for them, who will become their qareen and a very close accomplice. Now, you know, you may have seen people who have sometimes become, have come under the spell of someone. And despite all reasonable explanation, they don't understand because they're like, no, that person is correct because they're just so bewitched by somebody and, and their explanations of something or their understanding of something. And everybody else knows that you're totally lost, right? It's that kind of a thing where a person becomes so under the spell of shaitan that they actually don't even think about anything else. So this is a really interesting verse. A person eventually becomes like a robot. Right? What they're doing is they have no real feelings and emotions. Their feeling and emotions have been overcome by sense of self-entertainment and self-fulfillment and self-gratitude, which are really not uh, the kind of emotions that a person wants to live this life with because we live with other people. We live for another life. You know, There is another life to come. And a self-centered life in this world doesn't give us any benefit in the hereafter. So basically, life will become mechanical in that regard. And as long as a person's basic needs are being met, that's all they're worried about. Just waking up in the morning to go and do that. And then after that, to enjoy what they have. And then, and then I'm not saying you can't enjoy, but that's all their focus becomes, right? Another part of this is that when a person becomes totally bound, right? Ruthlessly bound by social custom, custom which is wrong, custom of their tribe, custom of their community, custom of their country, right? To such a degree that they feel debilitated, that they can't do anything different. Even though sometimes when they wake up in the morning or last thing at night, they do realize that they're being suffocated, that they'd rather do something else, they'd rather be free. However, they don't understand that. So these customs, they oblige them to li live a certain life, to work for themselves, to work for others. And all of this energy is then spent for the sake of others to make them happy so that they can approve of you, right? So a person then lacks, you know, to have spiritual solace and spiritual comfort, right? They're not their own person. They're always worried about other people. They're always worried about what others will think. There's no peace of mind and there's no love and joy. There's no true love and joy because it's always tainted with something. A person has little time for the higher aspects of life, for the future, for the hereafter, which is so important for the, for, for the Muslim, for the believer, the hereafter, which is our real life and which will be the eternal life. So this sense of general apathy is everywhere. And very few people are actually concerned about this open rebellion against Allah. It's an open rebellion against Allah because Allah has given us so much and yet we've disregarded him in that regard. A person 
all of these things will blind us to the noble objective. What's really interesting about the modern world is that, mashallah, we have an abundance of good medicine, healthcare, and food items, and yet we don't enjoy good health. There's a problem. Many people don't enjoy good health, even though we have such sophisticated foods, such sophisticated ingredients. And yet people before in many, many other places, uh, even now, have just simple foods and they have less diseases. Subhanallah. Right? We have so many comforts. We have so many comforts. But, uh, for example, we can travel the world. We can speak to the world. I and mean, we're doing this exactly right now. This would have been unheard of a hundred years ago. You know, three, four hundred years ago, totally even unfathomable. Today, I'm speaking to people all over the place. We can communicate, right, at the call of a button. You don't even have to pay for it, you know, for each minute anymore. It's so easy to get your message to the world, to understand what other people's message is from around the world. If there's a person who dies, the news gets everywhere. MashaAllah, there's some potential, there's some good benefits to that as well. But despite all of that, what we've seen is, is that human relationships are becoming more and more devoid of love and affection. It's confusing people. So the people who you're supposed to be close to, sometimes you're breaking up with them and yet you're fine with others. There is a narration which actually says that one of the signs basically before the Day of Judgment is that you will bring your friends close and you will distance your parents. You will distance your close ones. And that's exactly what's happening. People are sitting in the same room in the same house and they can't hold a conversation with them and yet they can hold a conversation with all the world. You know, on places like Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, and they can display to the whole world their lives in that sense, or at least one aspect of their life. You know, before in a simple village, it was difficult to get information, right, from an, the next village. Today, you can get knowledge and information and news from around the world. You know, you have your BBCs and CNNs and everything else, yet you don't trust the news. This is such a weird relationship we have that we, many, many people do not trust the do not trust the news they don't trust many many news outlets but yet they still have to go to them for their news because they dominate and it's like when we read the news we, uh, we have a mixed emotion a mixed reaction should i accept this shouldn't i accept this we forget many of the times that the news could be tainted good news is difficulty good news is very difficult and people are tired of false news they're tired of abundant news they're tired of spin, um, they're tired of new spin, they're tired of politicians, they're tired of many, many different things. Life has pretty much lost its purpose in that sense, and its direction, and its meaning. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is reminding us here that the only way out of this malaise, the only way out of this problem and this decaying uh, problem that we have is by remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The benefit of the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that it will ground us and it will give us an understanding of where we're supposed to go. It will remind us of who our creator is. It will humble us. It will keep us humble. Inshallah, it will, it will stop us from being so self-centered. And subhanallah, I mean, how many a problem there is today? How many a problem there is today, right? People have, uh, people have so many things that they have uh, Netflix, Amazon Prime, consumerism, Black Friday sales. Uh, Ramadan is probably the only time when this heedless diminishes a bit, where you see so many more people in the masjid, right? The neighbors of the masjid, you suddenly start seeing them in the masjid, 
right? You suddenly start seeing people a bit more religious, a bit more generous, a bit more giving, a bit more focused on others because the shaitan is out of the way. That's a proof itself that the shaitan is, the shaitan is causing much of this. A person who has a heart attack at the age of 70 years old, as soon as he comes out of his coma, as soon as he comes out of his operation, his surgery, he's worried about where his stocks are. There are land grab issues, right? Brothers fighting with their own brothers and sisters. You know, brothers and sisters fighting with one another over their father's wealth just to get that bit extra. Sometimes actually children fighting with their parents for, uh, for, for a greater share in something. Just uh, disputed properties. What kind of a life are we living? The only way an anecdote is as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying is that don't forget Allah. Don't forget Allah because when you forget Allah, Allah will make you forget yourself and forget what's in your best interest. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of the people of paradise and those who remember him and those who are grateful to him and those who focus on the hereafter. And may Allah preserve us from all of these ills. It's a really a time of reflection. Ramadan is and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us reality in this. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you all and please pray for us as well. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. The point of a lecture is to encourage people to act, to get further, an inspiration, an encouragement, persuasion. The next step is to actually start learning seriously, to read books, to take on a subject of Islam and to understand all the subjects of Islam, at least at their basic level, so that we can become more aware of what our deen wants from us. Uh, and that's why we started uh, Rayyan courses so that uh, you can actually take organized lectures uh, on demand whenever you have free time, especially, for example, the Islamic Essentials uh, course that we have on there, the Islamic Essentials Certificate, which you take 20 short modules. And at the end of that, inshallah, you will have gotten the, the basics of uh, most of the most important topics in Islam and you'll feel a lot more confident. You don't have to leave lectures behind. You can continue to, leave, uh, you know, to listen to lectures, but you need to have this more sustained study as well. Jazakallah khair and assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.